1: Welcome to our show, everybody. This is Bob Gilligan of the Catholic Conference of Illinois, and thanks for listening to us this Monday morning here in May, May 18th. Big day, May 18th. A lot of uh, reasons to uh, celebrate and be cognizant of uh, that that important date. Uh, We'll talk about some of those reasons here in a second. Uh, It's Bob Gilligan of the Catholic Conference, and thanks for listening uh, this morning. So we have a a couple subjects I'm going to run through real quickly. Briefly here at the outset of our show, uh, we're going to do four topics today, break them up in about 10, 15-minute segments, and um, the first segment, we're going to be uh, joined on the phone by uh, Bishop-elect uh, Lou Tilka. He is a priest in the Archdiocese of Chicago, and for the second month in a row, we are interviewing a Bishop-elect. This is a trend here, I guess. Uh, then we're going to jo- be joined by Kathy Stauber and uh, Mary Lou Kelly. They're going to talk about a very interesting program going here in the Archdiocese. is called A Call to Prayer. Uh, Obviously, tough times for a lot of people these days with what's going on um, with the uh, coronavirus and all that. And so it's a nice, innovative program that uh, they started and talk to them a little bit about uh, how, uh, if you want to pray with them or be involved as a volunteer, we're going to learn more about that. And then um, third segment, we're going to have Glenn Van Cura. He is the director of Catholic Charities in the Diocese of Joliet. Talk a little bit about um, a mobile food program that they have started out there. Uh, Really an interesting uh, story, uh, a tweet that we had seen about the number of cars coming for assistance for food. Uh, So we're going to talk to Glenn at about 8.30, and then we're going to conclude the program talking with Jeff Rogers. Jeff is a producer. He uh, produced a film, a very interesting film that you should be made aware of. It's called Blind Eyes Opened, and it's about the scourge of human trafficking. And it's a very interesting film. It's now available on Amazon Prime, and we'll talk to Jeff here uh, at the, the close of the show at about 8.45 or so. So without further ado, let's launch into uh, our discussion with our first guest. Uh, we have Bishop-Elect Lou Tilka. Uh, Father Tilka, Bishop-Elect, uh, are you on the phone with us?
0: I am. Hey, Good, good morning.
1: Good, good morning. It's it's good to talk to you again. Um, boy, a lot's changed since the last time we had spoken, huh? <laughs>
0: You
1: could say that. <laughs> so congratulations. Uh, you are you. Uh, Bishop-elect of the Diocese of Puria. and uh, un- unfortunately, uh, Bishop Jenke is uh, going to be retiring, I guess. Uh, is that the word? Uh, yes. He's been there—oh, f- wow. Why did he come? Uh, 19- 2002. 2002. So it's been quite a run for him. and. He I don't think it's any secret. He's had some health challenges recently yes. and um boy he could sure use uh some assistance in that diocese. It's a large diocese. So uh so you've been tapped to be the next uh, bishop of the diocese of, of 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 Peoria. How how does it feel? Well,
0: I, the the line that I've been using with folks is is that uh you know, the saying in Chicago is, give it five minutes and the weather changes. And, uh, <laughs> I, I kind of feel that same way, because uh, at, at one moment I'm, I'm thrilled and I'm excited, sure. uh, and I'm humbled by the, the calling of Pope Francis and the Church. Uh, the next minute, uh, as I'm beginning to realize how my life is changing and the responsibilities I'll have, uh, I get quite anxious and nervous, yeah, and uh, yeah. even scared a bit. So sure. it's, it's kind of a, a roller coaster. <laughs> that's probably
1: a good feeling, you know. They, they say, like you know, in sporting events, it's good to be a little nervous or before yeah. going out, public speaking. You, you, I think it's that's that's probably good. That's probably the sign of Holy Spirit yeah. saying, uh, "Be beware." So
0: I, I always ask my couples uh, when just before the wedding. I always ask them if they're nervous. And I tell them that if they're not nervous, then I'm nervous. Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> their life is going to change, but for the better. Yeah,
1: that's exactly right. I think, uh, yeah, I, we, we went through something very similar when we got married. Uh, yeah, I, I think my wife was asked are, when we got to the altar, are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> <laughs> Too late to back out then. Um, so, by the way, uh, I mentioned at the outset, I don't know if you heard it, but uh, May 18th is an important day. Yeah. Um, yes. It's the, I, I think, uh Pope uh, John Paul II, Saint John Paul II, would have been a hundred today. I know it's his birthday because it's correct. my sister. I have a sister who has a birthday today, so I've always known it was Pope John Paul II's birthday. But it's also your uh, special day for you too, as well. You ordained this date, correct? I, I was twenty-four Good. years ago. <laughs> That's Amazing, nineteen ninety-six. Right? Is yeah. that right? So yeah. congratulations on your on Thank your ordination. You. And other. A- so uh, I always am interested in in hearing this um, story because I I think many of us uh, are interested. It in so i think you got the phone call in in may right may 4th is that right Some Correct. sometime in may so like you're you're what you're brushing your teeth you're eating breakfast or you're out for a run or, and so tell us about like what you're doing and, and how you got the phone call
0: uh so quite literally two weeks ago today uh it was may 4th um i had uh, uh just come into the office um i have uh, had a a video conference set up with uh, my senior leadership team in the parish uh, for nine o'clock. And so uh, it was about uh, um, 8.30, and I had just come into the office. I went and made a cup of coffee, uh, was turning on the computer. My cell phone I had set on the on mm-hmm. my desk when it rang. Uh, to be honest, I looked at it, and I saw it was the number. It said Washington, D.C., and I thought it was another call telling me that my uh, a warranty of my car was expired and <laughs> and uh uh but something inside said Pick it up and so I sure. answered the phone and uh it was the uh papal nuncio archbishop wow. christophe pierre yeah. and uh it was it was uh he, apparently he tries to make small talk before he gets into the heat the, the meat of the the mm-hmm. subject so uh he started by asking how my health was especially in this time of uh sure uh, the pandemic going on. Uh, and then he, uh,
1: dropped the news. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so it wasn't the Buick dealer of wanting to know if your warranty was up. Uh, exactly. And exactly. so you, you put down the phone and then what do you do? You probably look in the mirror and go, Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah wow. I, I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. That's I, an interesting, yeah. Cause one minute your, your, your life is just totally up, up changed. It's, it's totally different.
0: Yeah, I, I was sitting there taking a few deep breaths thinking, do I really need to run to the bathroom and throw up or uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, do you pop up with the champagne cork or run? Who knows. Know. Yeah. What? Yeah. So so tell us a little bit about um um now Father Tilka, Bishop Elect Tilka. So you're in in Tinley Park now, but you've Correct. been you've been in a number of parishes through the diocese yeah. and and tell us about your kind of the, what you've been doing since uh May 18th of 1996. You've been in a number of parishes.
0: I have. I was very blessed to uh, start out at uh, St. Michael Parish in Orland Park, which is not too far from where I'm currently in, Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, had wonderful seven years uh, at that parish, which is a little longer than uh, most associates do. Um, But uh, towards the end of my tenure uh, there, uh, there was uh, a lot of talk of uh, possibly becoming a pastor. At that time, Mm -hmm. Uh, there was a. also the possibility of thinking of maybe doing a different ministry at that time, and those things didn't pan out in in the moment, and so I ended up staying essentially an extra two years as an associate there at St. Mike's before um, moving on. Uh, I then went uh, all the way north uh, to the other side of the diocese. I was at Saints Faith, Hope, and Charity in Winnetka, Mm -hmm. Um, and I I never fully got to unpack. I, I was there for just under a year, uh, before that call to become a pastor was made to me. So um, it was, If honestly, in my heart of hearts, I, I kind of anticipated that I was going to be there um, a short time. I didn't think it would be less than a year, uh, but um, I, I didn't expect to be there again five or seven years, which would have been uh, a normal course. So um, I was up north uh, in a whole different part of the world for me and uh, spent like I said, just under a year there when I was called to be pastor of Mater Christi in North Riverside, which mm. uh, my joke there was always mm. uh, because people would say, well, where is that? And I would always say, do you know where Brookfield Zoo mm-hmm. is? <laughs> and uh, sure. they'd say yes, and I'd say, well, do you know where Loyola Hospital is? And they'd say yes, and I'd say, well, I'm halfway between okay. the Jesuits and the monkeys, but I don't <laughs> know which is which. That's right.
1: i sure the Jesuits appreciated that one. Yes, but, yeah, yeah.
0: Of course, now we have a Jesuit Pope, so I can't use that joke anymore. Yeah, right. Good, good point. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I had ten wonderful years in that that, that great little parish uh, uh, in the Near West suburbs, um, and uh, then was called to come to St. Julie um, oh, okay. after ten years there, and I've been here uh, six years. <laughs>
1: Bishop, what what drew you to the priesthood originally? um You went to Purdue for a while, but came back here mm-hmm. to Chicago. And what yeah. was it that 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 where? How did you get your vocation? Where do you think it came from?
0: You know, I, my, I grew up. I was the only one uh, in my family who was blessed to go to Catholic school all mm. of my years. Mm. Um, my parents, when I was a, a toddler, uh, had bought a new house, and, and at that point. Uh, couldn't afford to continue with my sisters going to the Catholic school, so uh, my sisters all went to the public school, uh, but there's a, a five-year gap between my youngest sister and I, so uh, by the time that uh, I was of age to go to school, my parents felt it was uh, possible and feasible and a good thing to send me to the Catholic school, so I was uh, uh, part part of St. Joseph's School for my um, young years, and then I went on to Marian Catholic High School, Um, I got involved in a youth group at the prompting of my mother, Mm. um, and uh, I I met a a great uh, deal of good people and good priests, and they just uh, kind of started to plant the seeds. And uh, um, once I really started to get thinking about being a priest, it was hard to get that notion out of my head.
1: So I just got Um, in.
0: And uh, eventually... Uh, I had done one year of studies at Purdue, and uh, after uh, my mother became ill, I I actually did an in-school transfer to to take classes at uh, the Purdue Calumet campus Mm -hmm. uh, so that I could be with my mom uh, as she was uh, battling her cancer, and determined that if I was really serious about this priesthood thing, I should... uh, and probably not go back to Purdue, but go to some place that would help me to discern that, which is why I transferred into the college seminary. But I would say my vocation came from my family. I would say it came from celebrating Mass. I mean, I, I, Mass has uh, been such a central part of my mm-hmm. my life. Uh, I, I will often say that I found my vocation at Mass. Um, you know, and, and I always knew that I wanted to do something to that would, would be about helping people, uh, but what that something was, it took me some time to
1: discern that it was the priesthood. Well, you're helping th- thousands of people now. Um, that that that's a great story. So it was just basically the mass. See, that's why that is yep. so important. So yep. tell us a little about Peoria. I, I, have, do you, have, you, have you been down there yet, or is it still too early to, to go down there? Um, I'm I'm sure you're not very familiar with the with the diocese, but I'm sure you're learning quickly.
0: I, I am learning quickly. Um, I, I unfortunately have not been able to get down there yet. Um, it is my hope that uh, um, in the next uh, two weeks that I'll get down there, either the end of next week, the end of May, or the first week of June, um, for at least a day to visit and uh, pray with Bishop Janke and visit right. the cathedral. Uh, so that's the plan, is to get down there uh, sometime in the next two weeks. Um, Good. But I am learning a lot. They, they've they uh, sent me some information, including, you know, the, the bishops of Illinois just had their ad limina visits with the right. Holy Father, and so uh, they have a nice new report that was submitted to Good the timing. Holy Father last uh, uh, December, so they sent me a copy of it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a very rural diocese, too, which will be somewhat different for you, I guess, in that regard, mm-hmm. uh, the, some of the issues that they deal with, but uh, the, the city of Peoria is, I mean, it's a, it's a very Catholic area, and the Church yeah. is, is revered there, and... Uh, I, I think it'll be an interesting fit for you. It's it's a good community of, of people. Like I said, you know, mm-hmm. a little rural, suburban, but um, I, I church is very important, I think, to many of them. My experience with Denim has been, and I'm not intimately familiar with it either, but the couple times I've been there um, for talks or presentations, and the cathedral's beautiful. It's a beautiful yeah. cathedral in downtown Peoria. See, what is that old motto if it doesn't play in Peoria, right? Now you, now here <laughs> exactly. you are in Peoria. Uh, one final question or two. Um, so you'll have a Episcopal motto is, is is that still under development I guess it's still too new to think about those sort of things
0: well you're kind of pushed to think about those things very quickly um, and uh, I, I um, there's there one one piece of scripture that uh, has always been important to me uh, has been um, from the prophet Micah mm-hmm. uh, what does God ask of us but to act justly love tenderly and walk humbly with your God but I mm-hmm. realized when you look at an Episcopal motto, that's a, a little bit too long. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, I've been been praying a lot about that, and uh, I, I have, I'm I settling on, I believe, uh, uh, I'm 99% sure my Episcopal motto is going to be the Great Commission, Go Make Disciples.
1: That's a good. That's a great. Uh, that's what we're all called to do, anyway. So exactly they reinforce exactly. that. Um, Father Tilka, Bishop Elect. It's a mouthful. Uh, thanks so much for taking <laughs> some time to join us this morning. Congratulations. Uh, we look forward to working with you and seeing you in the future. And uh, I think the the Diocese of Peoria is very fortunate and very lucky. So uh, God bless and uh, good luck in all your uh, your future work in the in the diocese. Thank
0: you, Bob. Keep up your good work.
1: Thank you very much. Um, Thanks uh, to Father Tilka, Bishop-Elect Tilka, for joining us this morning. Don't go away. We're going to take a couple uh, messages here, and we're going to come back with uh, the two women I was talking about earlier, Kathy Stauber and Mary Lou Kelly, to talk a little bit about uh, the new uh, call to prayer that the Archdiocese of Chicago has underway. Don't go away. We'll be right back.